Well, hey guys, um, we are back with another edition of Nature's Last Call podcast. We've been absent for a while. We actually recorded a couple of podcasts a few weeks ago and had some computer malfunctions and have really just with summer going and stuff struggled to, to get going. So we're going to attempt to redo one of the podcasts, which we thought was really good, and, um, and go from there. So here we are. We are back. My name is Luke. I have Adam and Matt. And once again, we are Nature's Last Call. Please check us out on Instagram at Nature's Last Call or Facebook at Nature's Last Call. So what we were going to start with was something that was kind of bittersweet for me, depressing. Um, I've owned a, the same Fish and Ski StarCraft for 13 years. I bought it right before I met my wife. I met her. So had a lot of great memories. Adam had a lot of great fishing memories with yeah. it. And I have a lot of stuff going on right now, so I was kind of heeing and hawing about maybe getting rid of it. I've never heard of this before, but I pulled the boat out. I was going to redo the wiring. I was going to redo the electric on the boat, on the trailer. And I'm underneath the trailer, and I notice some drips coming out from the bottom. Have you guys ever heard of electrolysis? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's an aluminum boat. So it's an aluminum boat, but what what was kind of mind boggling to me is it sounds like it's very very common if you have poor electric on a boat slip. Is where it would be more common. I think it's a, a bad ground or a poor ground, a, and then you've got like stray voltage. It's trying to find the best path to ground that it can. So it's like this similar metals too, right? I mean, is that so? That cannot, yeah. Well, in the grounding, I think yeah. it, what happens is, is it uses the aluminum to to. For the ground. ground, yeah, and we're not experts in any of this by any means. But I believe <laughs> no, but I believe it, and I believe it takes some time. And so I was kind of at the point. It's a '96 Starcraft. It was. A I was just going to ask you that. What year it was? It was '96. Yeah. It was '96. Okay. You it, bought it when? I bought it in. I, I actually just pulled everything out because I just sold it. I bought it August third, two thousand seven. Okay. And I bought it for fifty one hundred dollars. Eleven year old bolt. Fifty one hundred. Thirteen. Thirteen. 13. Yeah, that's my math skills coming <laughs> yeah. through. Doing great. Yeah. yeah. Um, 13 years, had a lot of awesome memories, took a lot of trips on it. No, you bought it, it was a two, It was a 96. It was a 96, but I bought it in 2007. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I think, one owner. I drove all the way down to Mount Vernon, Illinois, which is, you know, southern Illinois. Um, so for me, it was about an eight-hour drive. I found it online. And drove down and, and picked it up. And I know a lot of people talk about the two greatest days of owning a boat are the day you get it and the day you sell it. And I can honestly say that's not the case for me. Uh, I actually proposed to my wife on that boat. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, to have those kind of memories, yeah. Yeah, I proposed to my wife on that boat. Um, that boat was at your wedding. Didn't you guys launch it on the on the little lake that's by where you had we your wedding? We had, uh, at the wedding, we took wedding pictures on the boat. Yep. Yeah, her I and I... So. In our wedding wow. attire, uh, pulled up on the boat. Yep. Yeah, for sure. We for sure. I'm trying to think. We've well, we went up to Birchwood well, and other places. Our greatest trip we ever took was Rainy Lake. Yeah, we rented a houseboat up in Rainy Lake and towed it behind and towed another boat. But then we fished, fished for seven days, days off yeah. of that. We went to Canada every day. Your wife always got a kick of how I would say that. All right, we're going to go to Canada today. Yeah, we'd leave, was, in, we'd leave earlier in the morning, uh, the guys would, and then I don't know, we'd come back by 8 o'clock probably. Yeah, we'd eight, leave early o'clock. in the morning. You and I would. Yeah, eat, right. 
eat breakfast, and then go out with everybody else. And then we would take the girls out. Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the throttle came off. The throttle came off. Yeah, full speed, zipping across, going from the United States of America to Canada, <laughs> zipping across. <laughs> oh, we were probably doing 30, 35 miles an hour. Yeah. Uncharted territories. We were like Lewis and Clark, although they were on land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like Magellan. And uh, I looked over at Adam. Say, hey, the throttle's off. And so I think, did you hold the steering wheel and I yeah, put it on? Yeah, then you... You held it back on while I was holding the steering wheel. Yeah, yeah. We had no way of stopping that sucker. I was looking for the nearest rock. To it wasn't, and the problem was, is there's rocks the size of Volkswagens that were like and six you, inches below the surface, and you didn't see them. None of it's marked because Rainy Lake. I don't know how many thousands acres it is. It's giant. Right. It's Especially, a giant body of water. Because we had to go across the border to get our remote border pass. Yep. So that we would be yeah, able I to. Being, we all carpooled into my truck. Six right. of us. We left, so we didn't have all the hoopla. Yep, because we were worried about going over the border and having everybody, like you hear about them, tearing apart your vehicle, tearing apart your boat. Sure. Well, then why should we take two cars and two boats? Three we, cars. We had three vehicles. Yeah, so we all piled. Oh, no, no, no. Two, two, two. cars and two boats. Because Kelly and I rode with you and Amanda. Yep. And then, and then Amanda's brother, brother Chris, and, and JP, JP. Hopped in our truck, left all of their stuff. We went across uh, into Canada. Got the. It was pouring rain, because I remember I said to the Canuck, I said, hey. It's raining. I said, is it always rain? He goes, nope. Sometimes it's snowing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said to me. They had a pretty dry personality. Yeah, he didn't think we were cool. <laughs> um, so we got our remote border pass, and then we went, got on the houseboat. It was like a, probably a four-hour houseboat ride. Yeah, because it seemed like most of the day, you're, I don't know what the thing does, five, six miles an hour? Right, and that was get it. To Idle Hour Bay. Idle Hour Bay was, was the bay. We were the only ones in the bay, and... Uh, your you wife tow, was pregnant. Did you, you tow the boats behind? We the towed the two boats yep. behind. Yeah, yeah. We towed the two boats behind, and uh, and we brought your kayaks. wife was pregnant. Yeah, she wasn't. The, you guys were the first ones to know because we were going you on. the trip. You had to let us know because we were going on the trip. Yep, she was pregnant with Cora. Yeah, what did you guys do with Brooke? Brooke stayed back, so she, she we stopped in Birchwood at Amanda's parents' oh, place. Oh, dropped her off. So then, did Brooke, we leave her there? Brooke stayed with Amanda's parents uh, at that time. I don't remember Amanda's parents being up there. I think they were up there. I think that's where Brooke stayed. If not, she stayed. She stayed with our with her grandparents because we stayed one night in Birchwood. That was the first time yep. I ever went up there with you. Yep. Yeah, we stayed one night there. Chris and JP were in the trolling, which I I'm not a troller. I'm no. just not a troller, but. But Smallmouth. It was at that time. It was bubblegum. Oh God, yeah. Because I remember reading. Because we did the Lake Ge- or not the Lake Geneva, but the uh, Door County stuff. Yep. And I remember mouth. reading that bubblegum is the color that agitates a spawning smallmouth. And remember, we would see those smallmouth, big smallmouth, sitting on their beds, and we couldn't get them, and couldn't get yep. them, couldn't get them. And I said, "Hold on, Adam. I'm going to try just one thing." And I had that bubblegum stuff from Door County from the year before in my yep. boat. So let me just throw this on. And, and Matt, this is no exaggeration. I had a, mine was bubblegum cotton candy. So it was bubblegum with like a swirl of yellow. Okay. On the bed. Shaking, 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 doing whatever. No, no. I'm just steadying the boat. I said, I'll, I'll man the trolling motor. You, this is your fish. Nothing. So Adam finally goes, 10 minutes? Yeah. I'm like, he goes, I'm it, done. I go, I'm just going to throw this out. I just want to see it. I'm not exaggerating. I feel like the, the bass 
jumped out of the water. <laughs> they never even hit the water. And Adam just goes, son of a bitch. Yeah. And I said, nope. Adam, I, I, I hate to ask you this but can you get the net yeah. <laughs> the thing was huge it, it was yeah. four or five pounder it was yeah. awesome you yeah. know it was a lot of fun that's cool so that was a great memory we had like i said i proposed to my wife we did door county yep. um so now the, what i mean now just kind of going without the boat this summer or? yeah so I, I i saw the holes and i thought you know with a 96 the motor is getting older it runs great it's a 90 horse mariner and it runs great but I don't. I didn't want to put the money into what I found out was it was going to take a little bit of doing. The, the way to properly fix it was to gut the inside. Yeah, and, and wild it up. How'd you find out about? <laughs> <laughs> so, my neighbor worked for a Marina for a while, and his daughter works for a Marina. And he was over when when he, and you actually were over that day yeah. too when I discovered the holes and and um, everybody recommended this one welder and Adam said yep i heard a lot of good things and i remember adam telling me so he's really really good he holds every welding cert that they can have he makes medieval weaponry he's eccentric <laughs> that's the that's exact words from adam he's eccentric and i said okay so i was kind of actually excited to meet this guy so i, I show him my boat and he immediately tells me that he's not interested unless i come back with the boat completely stripped and he said, but if you're already seeing holes coming through the other side, the electrolysis is probably pretty bad. And so you have no idea until you strip it as to how bad it really is. And he doesn't like to weld from the bottom. He likes to go from the inside. Inside, which makes sense. That makes sure. sense. Yeah, yeah, he said, you know, because you start chipping away at that paint and all of a sudden that hole is a lot bigger than what you think it is. Yeah. And that's the problem. And uh, so I knew right away he wasn't going to fix my boat. And all of a sudden he starts coming up with, how he sees demons. <laughs> and in my mind, at You're this a point... You're for these people. I am. You and at, at this point, I'm thinking, well, Jesus Christ, I've already know that you can't help me. Yeah. I just want to go home. Uh, yeah. We're done here. We're done. And he starts talking to me about these demons and how he sees, like, there's a spirit over my head and he can see his guardian angel. I have no idea how to get out of this conversation. I don't even know how to get... <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Thank you and have a good day. Oh, the only sorry, thing that saved sorry. me was some meathead. Some meathead shows up. He's got a gold chain. He was asking for his prop to be, you know, welded differently so that he can get an extra five miles an hour on his boat. You know, one of them pleasure boater types with the, you know, I'm sure I'm sure the prop is bigger than his, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> he's compensating. He's got, to, he's got to overcompensate because the steroids probably, yeah. Yeah. probably, I don't know if dehanced is a word, but it certainly... Made him smaller in certain areas would be my guess. And so, thank God that guy came and started talking about how with the COVID, he couldn't go to the gym. And I'm like, all right, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> and that was, I'm out. That, was, that was how I got out. That was your escape. That was my escape. But after I knew that I couldn't fix it, I said to myself, you know what? Time to go. It's time, time to go. Yeah. I'm going to collect my... my Losses as and then when I you can. sold it, what the what the guy say? Like, or what the person say when he bought it? Well, so I ended up selling. I put it on on Facebook and I put it on Craigslist. And I'll tell you what, Facebook is the way to go. Yeah. I never even looked at Craigslist. I think that's a hot new thing. The Facebook it's marketplace. Fa stuff. Facebook marketplace. I had a guy from Michigan. Um, we negotiated over the phone. He was he had like a five or six hour drive. He said, "I'll be there in five hours." I said, "Okay." And uh, I got twenty two hundred dollars for so the, the guy boat. came from Michigan to pick yep. this thing up. Wow. To pick it up with cash money in hand. Yeah, 
And uh, he looked at it. I, I was honest with him. I don't like to be dishonest about yeah, right. that stuff. So Absolutely. I was honest with him. And I talked about the the problems with it and the holes and, and told him it was probably electrolysis. And he contacted a guy, and the guy said, yeah, I think we can make it work. So he, he was good. And, you know, he was he was diligent when he got to my house. He checked the compression of the motor, motor. And, and, and stuff like that and and bought it. For twenty two hundred bucks, wow. so I don't ever remember the motor ever having an issue or ever breaking down. I've had to replace a couple water pumps, and that was it. Okay. That and the and the throttle was about it. So yeah, it wasn't wasn't a big deal at all, and and you know the motor was great. It was really really clean inside. I took care of it. Yeah. I mean, I changed the lower end lube. I winterized it every year, you know. So I didn't. I, I never ran it without oil or or. Um, I always paid attention to the water pump because yeah. because uh, I remember I do, you'd have the fish hook that was straightened out that you'd poke on the outlet. Right, because I do all because I was always in shallows. Shallow water. Because I was always yeah. bass fishing, so yeah. I was always in shallows, and you know you'd suck up some mud or something, and it would clog it. So I did. I always kept a fish hook that i could stick into the spout to yep. to keep Clear the water out. pump going so i always paid attention and uh i did the math i'm not very good at math but i did the math and so i paid 5100 dollars on august 3rd 2007 i sold it in the beginning of june 2020 it cost me 169 dollars a year to own that boat yeah it's nothing it boat owes you nothing Owes me nothing. Yeah. No, it was great. Oh, no, that's real good. Yep. So I don't know. You know, you were asking, am I going to get another boat? I think uh, I have a camper. I have a pool in my backyard. We have a duck boat that we, the three of us, own together. Yeah, which I think we even need to get out more. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it, it could be an all-summer long boat. It could. Right. Absolutely. So I kind of feel like I'm going to go boatless for this year. It's the first time in 13 years that I have not owned a boat. And uh, if I really, really miss it, then maybe I'll look for next year. But I'm not doing anything this year. Yeah. That's uh, that's about it. So that makes sense. I mean, it serves well, its, its purpose. Bitter. Yeah, it's kind of it bittersweet, totally but it sounds like you're. Yeah, it's all good, right? I'm I'm happy. Yeah. yeah, you know, like I said, I haven't missed it yet. My brother lives on the chain of lakes. He owns a pontoon. Um, I've been out with him a couple of times. I'm gonna go out for a Bloody Mary cruise with him tomorrow morning. Nice, actually. Yeah, um, he wants to do a a weekly Bloody Mary cruise. During the summer, nothing and wrong with that. So I can I can still boat. You have a boat. I'm giving you yeah. a kneeboard in exchange <laughs> for, for an invite onto the boat. Oh, okay, yeah. And I want my my eight year old to to kneeboard, kneeboard. with yep. you. Yeah. So that's about it. But that probably brings me to my next big purchase. One door closes, another one. One opens. door closes and another one opens, and and. Uh, and this has been a door that you've been wanting to open for quite a while. I've been wanting to you've open this. You've been thinking this, about this door for a long time. I have. I've been thinking about it for a long time. And I mean, and you wanted all of us to open it with you, and then you just <laughs> had to open you it on your said, own. Well, you, I, 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 I kind of threw it out there a couple of times. I didn't get much back. It was kind of like, yeah. Yeah, you should buy that. It's a great idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. I've been wanting a trailer. You know, I, I grew up goose hunting, and, and we had an enclosed trailer and had it filled to the brim with goose decoys, and, and we used to shoot a lot of geese. And, and uh, now we do more duck hunting than goose hunting, but we do take some trips, like for South Dakota, and we always borrow your boss's yeah. trailer. Yep. And I have a golf cart that I want to transport around. I always borrow Frank's, your dad's yep. trailer, and it's just kind of one of those things where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get a trailer. And I'll tell you what, I started looking around. What'd you get? 
I got a Wells. I almost said Wells Fargo. I got a Wells Cargo. <laughs> six by twelve enclosed trailer. It's tall. It's super tall. I needed it tall because I have a roof on my golf, golf cart. cart. Yeah. Yeah. So I needed it tall. So it's got a six foot uh, door, six foot high clearance on the door, which w- which is really nice. And uh, that's it. That's what I got now. And I've used it a few times. I love it. It rides great. It is an entry level trailer, but I'm not doing construction with it. Right. right. Yeah. You're, you're not, not. You're not pulling it every day. It's. Yeah. It's it's going to be awesome. Um, right now, I'm using it just kind of. I'm bringing it up to to my campground. Um, we watched movies off of it because it's a white trailer that sits really tall. So we had a projector and and I would put That's cool. kids movies on, you know, every night during yeah. our, our campfire and stuff and and uh, which was awesome because every night it would literally be the kids say, "Hey, I want to go to bed." Um, and the other thing was I had I had two families come up with me last weekend, and I said, "All right, none of them have trucks or anything." I said, "Hey." I'm bringing the trailer. Put your stuff in the trailer. So whatever you need, oh, bikes drop and your stuff bikes like that. off, drop all that stuff off. Yeah, yeah. So you can bring it up. They all came on it's Wednesday great, night yeah. last week and and uh, dropped a bunch of stuff off. And I loaded. Uh, now they got to get their stuff out. I sent a text message. <laughs> like, this, this is not storage go. for your yeah, stuff. Stuff's gotta go. Let's yeah, go. Jesus, this stuff's Christ. gotta go. Like, hey, I, I'm home. You guys can come get your stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah. right now it's storing every all my friends' stuff. I guess, but. <laughs> But, and it's going to be awesome for South Dakota. You'll oh, always be that yeah. guy that, Luke has a trailer. Yep. Let's ask Luke. If oh, I know. Thank God almost everybody I know is moved into a house that <laughs> they don't plan on moving out of for a long time. Because it would be the... the and you got a pickup truck. Trailer. Pickup truck and a trailer. trailer. Oh, yeah. It's everybody's a, best friend when yep. you need something moved. Right? Everybody's best friend when you need something yep. moved. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But like I said, I, I can't wait to, you know, once hunting season starts, that thing will be completely converted to... Uh, a hunting trailer. I'll be able to take all my decoys and stuff out of the shed. My wife gets really upset with me because I, I keep them in the shed and I keep them up, you yeah. know. And you know, like things get muddy and stuff like that. And you put it away and the, the layout blinds and everything. And <laughs> I'm usually up, and she's handing stuff to me, <laughs> so the dirt doesn't go up. Did you guys know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the whole gravity. Yeah, the thing, whole gravity. Yeah. Yeah. The gravity thing. I'm just experiencing shit rolls downhill. This. Yeah. Shit rolls downhill, and so every time you just hear it go. <laughs> <laughs> oh cowbell i'm like well thanks thanks for helping you know it works out pretty well so yeah that's kind of kind of where we're at now is is that pretty exciting so luke what's kind of funny is you mentioned about south dakota it's that time of year again june it is we put in for yeah. our week so we typically go opening weekend in south dakota which is the last weekend in, in September. September. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now this year was kind of special for me, or it's kind of, and I don't know if it's still going to be that way. I don't think so. I was almost not going to go this year. You remember but me? COVID. But COVID might actually <laughs> be on my side this time. But you got to think right. of the benefits. Right. Because, so my, my anniversary is September 30th. And guys, I, I'm going to cut it. Why would you ever get married <laughs> during hunting season? I don't know. That's He wasn't a hunter yet. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't that into it, and uh, you yeah. did too. Didn't you? I did September fifteenth. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, September fifteenth is all right. Early. Yeah, but I'm opening weekend, and uh, so this these don't past ever couple conceive years, a child. No, you can conceive children. Don't ever no, give I, birth, birth to a to child or get married during get hunting. Married and during I think hunting. that's a New Year. Is it New Year's? That they New say? Year's is yeah. New Year's is September. September yeah. yeah, yeah. So you don't want to, yeah. So 
So no bingo bango after New Year's. After New Year's, <laughs> yeah, you gotta give it, give it you, until June. See April. when I was when I was when I was younger, you know, like in my twenties, and, and Adam knows knew me when I was single. I was single throughout my twenties. So my I had neighbor. I had what was called girlfriend season, and to me, girlfriend season started after Christmas because I didn't. No, no, no. Sorry, after Valentine's Day is when girlfriend season started, and it went until May. And then once May hit, it was summer, and then you got the fling, the and summer the flings and stuff and the, like that, and the boat, and then what from the heck was it? The was it Kavorka? Is that what? You oh, the Kavorka summer, yeah. <laughs> I had uh, yeah my last summer of being single, which was my last year of being twenties in my twenty. I was twenty nine. I it was Kavorka summer. I, I felt like, and that's from Seinfeld, and it means the lure of the animal. And I felt and the, like, like, just I went out and I met and I would meet a girl every night. <laughs> and mind you. Luke's my neighbor. He's single. I have married my high school sweetheart. So we went to school <laughs> together since kindergarten. Dated in we eighth dated, grade. We started dating the summer between eighth grade and freshman year. So we graduated in 96. We're like, we're not going to get married right away. We got married in 2001, September 15th of 2001, just after September 11th. Wow. Um, and then I've got Luke next door. <laughs> Live in Kevorka summer. <laughs> And I met my wife at the end of Kavorka summer, and it was like a wave that you just kept riding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, <laughs> South Dakota. But when do we have to apply for that? Stuff? So that's that, it's, it's coming now. up. It's, it, now. it's yeah. now. I think the deadline is is July. Okay. So it's it's now we apply. Yeah. But the past couple, I mean, the past couple years, I've been able to skate by. But this is our fifteenth year anniversary. So then my wife was thinking, all right, it'd be nice to go somewhere. So I was going to, but South now, Dakota. but I, right. <laughs> but now it's, you know, with everything going on, she doesn't want to go anywhere. It's just not a good time. It's to just travel. not a. It's really not a great time. Yeah, for, I, I, for, I wouldn't. Travel. I wouldn't recommend no. traveling. Yeah. No. This time of year. No. So we'll go to South Dakota. So we're gonna go yeah. to South Dakota. <laughs> but I think so. I think that's only good, places but, you could drive to. Right. Yeah. With firearms. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, bird shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, and people that you know. I mean, it's not you know you're with people that you know so. Um, but anyways, we have to do that, and then we 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 have got to we have managed nailed. to convince our wives. Yeah, well, we have to two nail or three down. of us, right? Yeah, we are gonna do. We're gonna spend Thanksgiving, what Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then come home Sunday. Over Thanksgiving, like yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. We're gonna pheasant hunt in South Dakota, which we don't typically do. No. Because it's opening weekend, and pheasant hunting I don't think starts in South Dakota until the second or third weekend in October. October. Right. right, and with ducks, it's it's not over-the-counter for non-resident. You have to apply for it, and you have to put in for the dates that you want. It's a lottery, yeah. So we always go opening weekend, and, and we shoot a lot of ducks. And we hear all about the northern birds that come later, but... We never, we never hit them because if you miss them, I mean, they could be there for a day or they could be there for a week or, or know, whatnot. As far as work, all of us really need to schedule the time off. It's not like, right. hey, I talked to Luke last night and he said they're here now and we can right. pack and up we and can leave all go. tomorrow. It, that just right. doesn't happen. Yeah, we just we don't have that option. So, so we have to plan these weekends. And so we usually just do the last weekend of September yep. and, uh, and we shoot a lot of ducks. We really do shoot a lot of ducks. We would never get any mounted. Because yep. they're not fully plumed, but we do shoot a lot of ducks. Brooke shot that sweet redhead last year. Yeah, it's, still, did. it's in that the freezer. A, still, that was a beautiful yeah. duck. Yeah, yeah, but I think yeah, but I don't know. So that that could be something that you know, if anybody has any 
suggestions. Uh, you know, we met Adam and I met a guy at Pheasant Fest. Why? Yeah. From no, I, I can't remember his name, his name but he was a real nice guy. Carl. From Aber- He's from, <laughs> from Aberdeen. He's from he's Aberdeen like Tourism or whatever. Tourism he's department. been on the flush. He was on the flush. They just did a <coughs> uh, broadcast of our yeah. show about him. And, Aberdeen's uh, not far from us. No. No, and and he kind of told us some spots, you know, to to look at. So what we're kind of thinking is for the Thanksgiving is is to pheasant hunt, not apply. We're still going to do our opening weekend because that's a family tradition in your We're going to do yeah, Luke. sixty plus years. Yeah, so yeah. we you don't want to screw, screw that. not screwing with that. So what we're thinking about doing is still doing that weekend, applying for those dates for lottery, going back out there Thanksgiving. All three of us have a dog that pheasant hunts. We can pheasant hunt. And then if the ducks are there, we hop the border and go to North Dakota. Dakota. North Dakota's or over the counter. Or there's Indian, there's Indian reservations. reservations. You can hunt Indian reservations. Check into, so yeah. if anybody Which, has any sort of ideas about that, Maybe hit us up on Instagram or Facebook and let us know. I mean, obviously, we're going to talk more about this as as, as the time, time gets closer. As the time gets closer, yeah. but I've gotten the okay. I couldn't believe my wife said good, but she's ready to go. So we're going to do Thanksgiving. We're going to fry a bird out there. We're going to whatever. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I got a turkey fryer, so I don't know if we'll do that or I've smoked them. You know, yeah. it's good smoking them. Just in the oven is good. Yep. Um, so we're going to have a full blown Thanksgiving on Thursday, uh, but where we stay. There's there's a rec area, um, you know. There's fully TVs. furnished, like we'll, utensils and we'll, pots we'll, and pans. And we'll all, be able to watch there. our football. Um, yep. We'll get the bears, which is what we care about, and have fun with that, yep. and uh, and just kind of enjoy the day. And then I, it'll be nice because because you know Adam had mentioned we work, so when we drive out to South Dakota, it's what 11, 11 hours, ten. 10 or 11 yeah, 10 hours. 10 hours, and it's yeah. an all-night thing. You get yeah, there at and so we, 2 a.m. We and typically leave on a Friday. After we work. We try to get out of work early, but then... Can't always. Yeah. And then we don't get there till 1 or 2 in the morning. We get a couple hours sleep. My poor brother-in-law has to... Can't even get gas. Do all the scouting for us. And and so then we kind of just... Diesel fuel. Diesel, yeah. Wake up fuel. And, and go to the field. And then we hunt Saturday morning, and then you know sometimes yeah. we'll hunt Saturday afternoon, and then we'll hunt Sunday morning, and and then we're cleaning up and and kind of hanging out on Sunday, and then we leave on on Monday, Monday morning. Yeah, so it'll be nice this time to to be able to leave on a Tuesday night, get there on Wednesday morning, and have time to kind of stretch out a little bit, stretch out a little bit, to have some you know have a multiple days there to have multiple days, fuel up your truck. Yep. yep, we'll, we'll definitely to, keep that truck yeah. fueled. Adam doesn't usually make these mistakes, but first time ever he ran out of diesel. That was your first time. First ever? time I've ever ran out of fuel. Yep. Yep. He kept it a secret from the rest Back of us. View. We made it to the cabin. We <laughs> went to bed. Matt and I had no idea. We now had the, no clue. Now the next morning, I hopped in with my brother-in-law Kyle. And you I were hopped with, in with and Adam. You guys took off first. And the first yep. thing Adam said was, "We need to get to a gas station." We, we are very low on fuel. Yeah. Really? How low? Well, the light kept coming on and off for the, you know. Well, and then I took the wrong, wrong turn. Right. And did you make that it That was five probably minutes? enough. Enough to make. And did you make it five minutes from no. the cabin? Oh. No, you, we were on the main strip. Yeah, you were on that. the main yeah. road, yeah, so, but right out of Webster. I made the one wrong yeah. turn because we, we went a different way, which is totally fine, and it cut a bunch it of cut time a, off. Yeah, it cut a bunch of time but off. But no gas stations were open in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um, so that fuel, diesel fuel, fuel. So fuel can is the is the brick. ticket. If you're going somewhere where you don't know, 
you bring a bring fuel a can, can of fuel. Yeah. If it's gas, if it's diesel, whatever, that five gallon should get you to the place that you need to be. Yeah, yeah. like or get get you somewhere. Yep. So yeah, we were coming into Webster, South Dakota, and you never indicated to us. No, never. I said something to Matt that it was urgent. But that was the, in the morning, right? Yeah. No, yeah. in the morning. The second we pulled away, yeah, it was. I was going to say, because we went to bed, and yeah. I slept very nice that night, not yeah. knowing that. But I'll tell you what. So we had, so your daughter, we, yeah. have, we have Brooke with us, and Adam and I are looking for something to siphon. What were we what? trying to do? We, we were trying to get, oh, like fuel. Like, yeah. how do we get fuel? Yeah. So here's Brooke, 13 years old, comes back. And says, "Hey, we've got this bucket with this twine in it. Let's get this out of here." And let's. I'm like, "This yeah, is." Yeah, it was like. A, oh, really? Yeah, yeah a, she was. I have a bucket with baling cool. twine. Yeah, plastic baling twine for whatever reason, in case something. you need something. Yeah. And uh, it's like a two and a half gallon bucket. I'm yeah. like, if need be, we can get fuel in that. Yeah, she was right on it. I'm like, we didn't oh, have any. See that or fill up a goose decoy. But then your your brother in law came up alongside of us and pulled us into town. Pulled us yeah. into town. Yeah. Yeah. Or with pulled me, you guys in. Yeah, with me hauling the trailer yeah 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 which going back full circle to the trailer because the other <laughs> yeah. thing you kept secret from us until we got back oh to, gee i forgot yeah. about that remember the the what was like a softball the, size yeah the big wad the big bubble. knot hanging off the side of the, so of the trailer the morning, and there was no spare tire there was a spare tire okay the morning we leave, leave. And we get up early to leave to come back. We get up early. We set up we're like go we're hunting. going hunting. Yep. Yeah, we, we set the alarm like we're it's, going hunting. So we can get back at a decent time. It's than shit. You can't see. We're driving through 12 or whatever it That would have been really in the, scary. In the words of Yukon Cornelius yeah. in the in Rudolph, it was thicker than peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it know what bad. you're talking about. Yeah. You haven't seen Rudolph? The, the red-nosed red reindeer. reindeer. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I don't know. Thicker than peanut butter. But yeah, that was um, so I got we because that would have been really scary changing the tire a, in that fog, and it was the driver's side tire, so yeah. you had to pull so off somewhere. On, it's a black trailer, and there's yeah. no. I mean, because I remember oh, we Jesus. were following that semi, yeah, on just purpose, to see lights, correct? And so we, yeah. we didn't want to pass them because yep. we we could at least see the lights of God, the semi. We got a lot of stuff. Oh, when guys. did I tell you that? When we got back to Wisconsin, yeah, we got, no? when we pulled into your driveway. You're like, hey, no, no, a little bit. Like we we got off the Pell Lake exit. And was you it? Go, yeah. That might have been it. And yeah. you hey go, guys, hey. I haven't said this because you drove all the way back. Yeah, yeah. because I was worried because I didn't want anybody else right. to drive. Because yeah, God, I now think there. about this because the year before the bat trees in your truck. Yeah. No, that was two okay. years before. Was that two yeah. years yeah, before? Two years we took before. your truck the one time. We took my truck. For okay, the, and that's when Eddie Balin died. Marty Balin. That's when Marty Balin died. See, we've got this. This is we got stories. Well. All right, enough anyway, of that, guys. We're gonna have anyway, a lot more yeah. to talk about with South Dakota as it approaches. But just we you, are, but just you talking about that, I'm like, yeah, we gotta probably apply soon. Yeah, we're gonna apply and, and and get going. So hopefully we get that permit, and we're definitely gonna do the Thanksgiving thing. So there's gonna be a lot. I think we're gonna try and do a podcast out there, right? Oh, I, we I, talk I think about, we have to, especially yeah. well, probably one for September and the one in November. Yeah. We'll oh. do we'll do one out there. And um, depending on getting together. Like, so if I'm with a couple of kids that, uh, Brooke and Taylor, who hunt, I may try doing a little bit of talking with them and yeah. then cut it in with a podcast that we have. Sure. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah. To do like a segment or yep. so out there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It'd be cool. God, maybe we should try and do it while shooting. That'd be kind of fun, huh? Is that possible? Probably not. Or Instagram no. Live or something. Instagram Live. Well, these guys are the Instagram service. guys. I can't figure out this. 
pound hashtag thing. Yeah, hashtag yeah. pound whatever. I, when I grew up, it was pound. Now it's hashtag. It's still pounding. Yeah. Yeah. Still yeah I'm not going to say my dial. joke because. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's move on. There was a little bit of hunting. We, we've been talking Prince a lot Blaine, about yep. turkey hunting. It's mostly Adam. And you did your final turkey hunting. Yeah, we had, for Wisconsin, we had the F season of turkey hunting. My two daughters did. Um, Brooke had shot one so far this year. Um, it's the last season of the year. We went to the normal spot where we did. I did not want to screw around, so I made sure we got up early. I got the girls up at 3.30 in the morning, which is Brooke, who's at that time 13, and Cora, who is 8. They enjoyed it. Uh, we went out there. We spooked deer on the way out there. We saw, I want to say, three or four deer on our way out. Super foggy, just like South Dakota. Like, you couldn't hardly see anything. All of a sudden, you hear the rustling in the fence line, and it's three deer running past, past us. And you're like, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Go out there, set up our blind, because we hunt out of a blind. Um, other than that... We saw sandhill cranes landing right on top of us. We had just cool. I mean, that's cool. It's, a, it's neat. It's uh, a different experience. We had know. another deer that was probably fifteen yards from us and hung out there for like twenty-five minutes. It was uh, upwind from us. Never knew we were there. I got a couple good pictures of it. I did borrow another DSLR camera, whatever. I figured out how to use the camera and take the video. <laughs> <laughs> but, but wasn't that your last? Your last last call? Yeah, because I couldn't figure out like that. Yeah. So I'm still borrowing the camera, and I'm gonna. It's for my niece, so when yeah, she needs it back, I'll yeah, just give it to her. But uh, learn how to use something that you borrowed before you need it. That <laughs> yep. was Adam's last so last call. I'll, I'll post the picture of the deer on Instagram and some of the pictures of the sandhill cranes. Um, but we really didn't see anything. We stayed out there until about noon. Um, yeah. And that was it. I mean. I, I give Cora credit for staying out that's there huge. that long. Yeah, that's huge. She was ready to shoot. We had BB gun practice like once a week yeah. uh, for sight picture, seeing a turkey. That's awesome. Trying to do it. Good for her. Um, She ate everything that we had. <laughs> like, you, know, you know what I don't understand? Just going on thinking of that is there's so little. Cora's eight correct. years old. Yeah. And, and she is a petite, petite little thing. Yeah. Okay. But I have an eight-year-old. Who I feel like is twice the size of Cora. Yeah, but she right? just eats. Yeah. I don't understand how these little things can eat like they can. Yeah. Like, like I'm a two meal a day guy. I like two meals, whether it's lunch and dinner or breakfast, breakfast and, and dinner. dinner. But That's, you always got to have dinner? Is that it? You always I, have... I always like to have dinner. Right. Yeah, I always right. like to have dinner. Um, and then if I eat a big breakfast, I can I can go through lunch. You can go through you know, lunch, and that's yeah. that's kind of me. And I'm not a snacker. Are you guys? Snackers? I'm a snacker. I'm, a I'm huge, not a snacker, a but I need snacker. three. I need something in the morning. That you need a turkey sandwich during lunch. <laughs> I didn't know you had turkey sandwiches for lunch. <laughs> no, well, I'm a snacker. Everybody, so everybody made a bet that Amanda wouldn't make my lunch. That was the thing when I worked before, like at the last place I worked. They're like, yeah. oh, that's gonna last. It's a, when your honeymoon's over. She still over, does it. Yeah, yeah. And you guys got so we make fun of Adam because he has had a turkey sandwich every day for lunch for 20 years. Oh yeah. It's consistent. And a Diet Coke. Yeah. It changes it up. I mean, sometimes you have different types of cheese, different types of bread. And the turkey might be different. Turkey could might be, be smoked. smoked. Could be honey. Could be You got spicy like mustard. You never know what it's going to yeah. be. So it changes it up. but. And it's usually a salad yep. and your salad, Diet Coke. Salad, chips. Yeah. Yogurt sometimes. Granola yeah. for the yogurt. Ooh. 
Do you know what's in the box when you walk out in no, the morning? No, no. So That's you don't know you... until you what you eat lunch at noon. Yeah. Do you snack on it throughout noon. the day, like no. your lunchbox? No. So you pull it out. I've I've actually sat at your shop <laughs> with you during your lunch. <laughs> it's it's really have you have you done it? Matt? No, I haven't. You no. really owe owe yourself, you know, because because he eats one thing at a time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. So you'll pull out the sandwich. He'll eat that until it's gone. If you pay attention, like a, on Friday. Oh, I pay attention. On, on, on Fridays, my boss will order food out, so I'll get a burger or a Reuben or whatever it may be. But when I pick up the burger, typically I don't put the burger down. Until it's gone. Until it's gone. Then I'll eat my fries. <laughs> That's just one thing at a time. Yep. And if you said, Adam, how's your burger? He'll say, It was good. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> it was good. Or. Oh, that hit the spot. Yeah. <laughs> Those are new go-tos. Yeah, so so Cora ate all the snacks. Everything. She ate everything. She had a good time. I said, would you do it again? Yep. I'm like, okay. That's great. And then three great. of you in the blind? Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. We that's did. Awesome. So we ended up getting the new chairs from Rogers. Yeah. Yep. The little swivel-type chairs. Yep. Brooke carried it out. She complained it was a little bit heavy because she was carrying the rest of her stuff. Is that your well, first time using it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was nice. Is it a lot better than our swamp chairs? Oh, yeah. And now, that, how do you think for carrying it out when we go to South Dakota? It may be a little heavy. Yeah. But it's pretty comfy. Oh, and but we're going to bring your four-wheeler. That's, yeah. I was going to say, that's you got the trailer. With the, with, you, you I got think that would be huge. You'd bring the, you bring the quad. Yeah, for I sure. Al- you know? I almost wondered even if you take the quad, if you end up like sticking a yard cart or something. Yeah, I, oh, absolutely. You yeah. know what I mean? Pile yeah. that thing yeah. full. Yeah, drag for it sure. all out yeah. there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because then you could, yeah, you pile that. And like you said, like we could walk. Correct. Matt can yeah. carry all the, the decoys. You could even pull the enclosed trailer with the quad. If yeah. you had to. Yeah, to get it closer. To get it closer if you wanted And to. you see the guys well, it's who big have, and white. Uh... <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, if you had a spot that was white yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You see the guys who use, like, I've got that ice fishing sled? Yeah. They use those, too. Yeah. I've yeah. never done, but they'll use those. I've tried it. It's kind of a pain in the ass. It, okay. it, it'll tilt a little That's bit. You know, you got to be on some level ground to be able to do that. I've tried it. I've, I've thought of that. But that'll all be part of... Our setup for South Dakota with the trailer. Let's see what fits in there. You know? Yeah, the, yeah. The quad, the yard cart, the yep. whatever the case may be. Right, yeah. right. It'll be cool. So, I've um, like you go back to the sled thing. Yeah. I've uh, I my one of my best goose hunting spots I ever had when I first got the spot. Over time, the the farmer, the landowner, kind of let up. But at first, he didn't want to mess with the drainage tile, so he was afraid that if you brought a four wheel drive pickup and you got stuck and you made a uh, rut, you would mm-hmm. ruin the drainage tile. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't let us drive out there. And I remember the first time I ever duck or goose hunted out there, and I was young. I mean, I you know I was twenty, and uh, really didn't have a ton of goose hunting experience. And I got permission because I. You know, kind of like the girl, the yeah. landowner's daughter, and uh, <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, can I goose hunt?" And she's like, "Yeah, well, ask your dad, okay." And uh, so he's like, "Yeah, no problem." You know, it was, it was cool, and um, we had to we used a tarp, and we put all our bigfoots on a tarp, tarp and drug that thing and out there, drag, drag the tarp yeah. out like there, like landscapers yeah. would do for trimming trees yeah. and leaves and, 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 and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, makes and, sense. And and I remember because we got our limit that day. It was just me and my buddy Brad. And Brad doesn't hunt anymore, unfortunately. But you know, we we weren't used to getting limits, and and um, well, the first flight came in, and I shot a double, and Brad shot one, and it's like, well, shit, the limits two per person. Person, you got one more so to go. We had three off the bat. Yeah. One more, one more flock came in, and and you know, we we got that one, and and uh, it was it was cool, but yeah, we tried all kinds of 
methods, you know, whether it was the ice fishing sled or the blue tarp, or then it was, okay, you can have a four-wheeler, and then eventually the guy's like, all right, you can bring a truck, and then we had the enclosed snowmobile trailer. (laughs) (laughs) So we went from a blue tarp to having multiple four-wheel drive pickup trucks and and trailers out there, Um, because we realized really quickly that this is a really hot spot, and it's not worth setting decoys for two people. So then it would be, bring let's your, bring six people, yeah, and then we can shoot 12, you, you know? Yep. And uh, that's kind of how it worked, but it was pretty cool. I but. I am digging your screened-in porch. Yeah, we're, we're, we're podcasting from a different spot. We're sitting out in the screened-in porch, got some party lights on. And, uh, a little cool tonight. This is nice. It's a little yeah. cool after, nice. after a few hot days week. of very, yeah. very hot. It's nice to be able to enjoy outside again, not have to have the ceiling fan on, and... And uh, it's awesome. That's nice. Well, I don't know, guys. I feel like it's time for Last Call. Matt? Well, I got to say, I had a... uh, This is my last call. Just had my dog um, have a birthday this past... And I'm not not big on any of this stuff. I posted on Instagram or whatever, but he's four. And um, we're thinking about getting another one. So I just, you know, one of those things to where it's like time flies, man. I mean, I, I just couldn't believe it's been four years. And through the training that you go through with the dogs and everything that you do with them, um, time flies and he's and he's he's good. He's in his prime. He's, he's energetic. So it's like you get a dog now to, to maybe, uh, you know, learn off of him a little bit. I don't know. It's always just kind of keep your dogs in mind is my last call. All right, I'll go for mine. Mine, I would say, at the end of the day, all that matters are the memories that were made and the lessons that were learned. So even though we didn't shoot a turkey with Cora and Brooke both being there, Brooke shot shot one earlier in the season. Cora got to see that. Yeah. Cora, I spent the time out there with them to try to get the kids out there. That's huge. Um, she got up at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. Uh but that that would be my last call, is get the kids out there. I love it. So mine kind of goes back to my boat, and as I said, it was bittersweet. Um, I feel like after 13 years, I had a lot of fantastic memories, and and it was awesome. And I was very very fortunate that I didn't have any kind of major problems with the boat. Eventually, obviously, some things went wrong, but. I kind of look at it as, in life, whether it be your house or your equipment that you have, a boat or a four-wheeler, things are going to go wrong. They just are. Equipment breaks. Houses deteriorate, things like that. Just be thankful for what you have. When bad things happen, just roll with the punches. And that's all you really have to do. Yeah. And with that, that's our last call.